We are excited to welcome Ron Hutchcraft to Mornings with Jason and Tubby. Ron, good morning. How are you? I am doing great, except I was a little concerned. I actually tuned in about 7.30 to listen to you guys, and there was some lady singing crazily in the <laughs> studio. And not sure what was going on there. And then been? there was a weather forecast. It sounded like it was mostly cloudy there in the studio. I'm not sure. Hey, boy, boy, there is no tr- truer words that have been spoken this morning. See, Tavi, your, your impact of, of, of your jingle that you wrote is literally reaching around the, the world already. Jingle it is. The I jingle see. that was heard around the world. Mm. <laughs> All yeah, about Jason Station. Ron, we are so grateful to have you joining us this morning. We love a word with you every morning in our 6 o'clock hour. And just the passion that you have for the gospel. And I wanted to invite you on because I wanted you to help us this week to unpack the question that we're asking all week. Who is Jesus to you? And I wanted to start our time together with just asking you that question this morning. Who is Jesus to you? Well, maybe I could best express that with a story. I know that'll come as a shock to you, (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) I do... I, I stories help me understand things, and actually, it goes back to when uh, my son was pretty. It was a little boy; he was about eight years old, I think. And he very early on became a baseball card collector. I got, bought him one one pack one time, and he went crazy. And he, I mean, by the time he was a teenager, he was getting ready to pay for his college education by some of the ways he could trade cards. You know, mm. well, <clears throat> early on, he wanted to go to this great baseball card show with me. It was at Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, he's saving his money for a long time. And uh, I collected cards when I was a kid, too. And my guy that I always wanted to get was a guy named Nellie Fox. Now, only some people who are like, you know, uh, and dinosaurs will remember Nellie Fox. He was with the Chicago White Sox. (laughs) I lived on the south side of Chicago. And I I could get, I got so many cards. I got all of the White Sox. Never could get Nellie Fox. It's like they must have only made two of him. I don't know. So... I never got my favorite card. So anyway, we go down there to the show, and we walked in. We, the first collector we come to, there is Nellie Fox in, he, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame now. This is a great player. Here he is in this little case. Doug said, are you going to buy it? I said, no, 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 I'm not going to buy him now. But it's kind of nice. Now I know who had that card all this time. <laughs> so I said, I'll meet you in a half an hour up front. It was really not even a half an hour, and Doug finds me. And he looks up at me, and I notice he's got his hand behind his back. I said, what do you got, Doug? And here he hands up the Nellie Fox card and says, I love you, Daddy. Mm. There was melted dad on the floor there. And I knew how much he loved me because he literally spent everything he had on me. Mm. That's who Jesus is to me. Because he spent everything he had. When the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, I know there is one love that will never desert me. It is, it is death-proof. It is terror-proof. It is depression-proof. Uh, it is everything-proof because on a cross, Jesus went there and said, I do not want to lose you. I love you in spite of the fact that you have hijacked your life from me, in spite of the fact that you have run a life that I was supposed to run. 
it is God's life to run. We were created, the Bible says, by him and for him. We've all lived for us, no matter how religious we've been. We've really made our choices, pushing God to the edge. And here comes Jesus and hangs on a cross, is separated from his father spiritually on that cross. When he says, God, why have you forsaken me? The answer was me and you. Because he was dying for us to pay the death penalty. Hijacking has a death penalty. He paid mine. He paid yours. And I thought that day, what a picture that stayed with me my whole life. The one unlosable love, and the Bible makes this guarantee, and when God keeps, makes a promise, he keeps it. He said nothing can ever separate us from his love. And let me tell you how I know that for sure today. Three years ago, the love of my life since I was 19 was suddenly gone, my wife Karen. And we had, we had a shared history. The only person who had done my whole adult life with me, what a partner, what an incredible woman. I got tributes to how the lives she had touched from all over the country. And then in a moment, it was no longer Ron and Karen. People thought that was one word, Ron and Karen. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Ron, Karen was gone. And all I can say to somebody who's listening today is this. The anchor holds. Mm-hmm. Scripture says about Jesus that we have this anchor, Jesus, as we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And I can tell you when, all, when I felt like the loneliest guy in the world, having lost the love of my life, I had not lost the ultimate love. I knew she was safe with him in heaven, and I was safe with him on earth. The one love that would never leave me. The love that loved me so much, he spent everything he had on me, was my anchor and is my anchor to this day. The anchor holds. Ron Hutchcraft joining us this morning as we answer that question, who is Jesus to you? And, in you know, Ron, as I hear you sharing that story and, and just sharing your heart this morning, Tabby, I'm, I'm reminded, and, and it makes me think about the fact that I don't deserve this kind of love. No. We, he didn't have to do it, but he did it willingly because he didn't want to live without us. I think when we get that revelation, you can't help but be overwhelmed with gratefulness, and you respond to that love when you understand it. It's irresistible love. It's a love that's freely offered as well. Ron, this is a love that is given and forgiveness is offered for for everyone within the sound of our voice and for everyone on this planet this morning, we all have that same equal opportunity. And coming up in just a moment, we're going to get a quick check of traffic and weather. But Ron, we're going to come back and I want you to kind of share for someone who may be listening this morning and and, and maybe have never they've never had that opportunity. They've never prayed that prayer and, and given that invitation for God and to come into their lives and then welcoming them into his their hearts. This morning, I want you to kind of walk us through that for someone who may be listening this morning, okay? Can you hang on for just a moment? I'd love to. Someone needs to experience his love today as they never have before. Let's do it. Ron, uh, some listeners right now are tuned in. They're starting a Thursday morning, maybe on I-24 or 75, or the alarm's just going off, and, and they're listening this morning, and maybe we're impacted by just your, your story you shared just moments ago, uh, but I want you to... 
help them understand what it truly means if they can't answer that question for themselves this morning, who is Jesus to you? And they've they've never had that relationship with Jesus. There is no better time than right now in this moment on this Thursday morning than to secure that that relationship. Yeah, well, actually, that's what the Bible says. It says, seek the Lord while he may be found and call on him while he is near. And maybe he's come near uh, in your car or your home or wherever you are listening, maybe over your phone, uh, and uh, he's come near to you today. And I'm so glad you asked this question, Jason, because the issue really is Jesus. I don't know uh, you as a listener, wherever you are right now, I don't know what your experience has been with Christianity, maybe not good. Maybe you've got a problem with some Christians. Maybe you've got a problem with the uh, church. But this isn't about any of those. Jesus said, follow me, not my followers, not my religion. He said, follow me. It's all about Jesus, Jesus and you. And the Bible says these profoundly personal words. He loved me and gave himself for me. Would you think of yourself walking up to that cross where Jesus died and just say to yourself, for me, this is for me. This is for the wrong I have done, for the selfish, the angry, the dirty, the hurting things I have done. This is for me he's dying. But thank the Lord he didn't stay dead. He walked out of his grave under his own power so he could walk into your life today and make it something you could never make it. You've never been able to make it before. And if you want to experience that love for yourself, it's a relationship. It's not a religion. And he wants to begin that relationship with you today. Tell him that right now. You can tell him that right where you are. You don't have to be in a religious place. It's not about religion. Jesus is right there where you are. And I remember the day I almost drowned when I was 10 years old, and I was going under for the second time, and a guy came out there in Lake Michigan and reached out and rescued me, and I grabbed him like he was my only hope. Well, that's what it means to believe in Jesus, is to grab him like he's your lifeguard and he's your only hope, and you put all your trust in him. Right now, you could tell him in words like this. You could even pray this way. Jesus, I have been running my own life. I resign. I know I was made by you. I was made for you. I've lived pretty much for me. But I want that to change. And Jesus, I believe when you went to that cross, some of those sins you were paying for, were mine. And because you're alive today, I'm asking you to come into my life and I'm pinning all my hopes on you for life and forever. And Jesus, I'm putting all my trust in you to erase my sins from God's book and to bring me to heaven when I die. Mm -hmm. So today, Jesus, I'm yours. And if you have prayed that way, or you will pray that way, The Bible says you are now in Christ and you are a new creation. And you could say today, I know my sins are forgiven and I know I'm going to heaven when I die. And you have just embraced the one unlosable love in the world. Hmm. Ron Hutchcraft with us this morning. There's no more important moment in your life than that moment when you invite Jesus into your heart. And I pray that today, if you haven't already done so, that today is the day that you do that. We would love to pray with you. We'd love to point you to a wonderful church in your community that will encourage you in your walk with Jesus. 
Ron, thank you so much for taking time with us this morning. It's always such a privilege. We get just uh, we're, we're so excited each time yeah. we see the opportunity arises that we can join with well, you and just have a, a story or two that you share and just the joy that's in your heart is it's infectious. And we're so grateful that you're you're continuing to be obedient to God's calling on your life. And we so appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank well, you. thank you for asking the right question. Who is Jesus to you? That's a question every one of us should be answering right now today. You guys are awesome. Thank you. <laughs>